What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Loot Bros Podcast. I'm your host, Resident Daryl, and tonight I'm joined by coming in Clutch Kalai. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm hanging in there. I am coming. I'm coming off of a very, very sloppy holiday weekend, eating like absolute trash, weighing in about seven pounds heavy. So it's been, uh, it's been, it's been good. <laughs> it's been real good, actually. Uh, oh, also. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm absolutely like in a trip to Fancoma right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. I've been eating all the bad foods. Like just nothing that I should have had has been in my system. And it's been lovely. So all that E2M that I've been doing, down the drain. But uh, it's been good. It's been very good. So, uh, And we also have from the uh, Driftcast, it is Matt G. How you doing, buddy? I too am stuffed full of steak and turkey and mashed potatoes and cheesecake and now yes. cough medicine and orange juice and cough drops. Well, we definitely appreciate you coming to hang out with us, knowing that you're under the weather. I kind of I feel a little bit bad, and uh, and I, but I don't feel so much bad for you as much as I feel bad for Joe, because this just shows that Joe sucks even more than we thought he did. I'm not, I'm not going to give Joe too hard a time. I know what it's like when he's trying to, uh, (laughs) trying to do things while you're sick. Yeah. Yeah. It's all good. So it's crazy. So my wife was telling me the flu numbers are like ridiculous right now. Like everyone and their mom down here in the South has the flu. I don't know how it is up there for you guys, but it's freaking crazy. I just got my flu shot like three weeks ago at the beginning. Oh God. Yeah. At the beginning of November. So I, I don't think it's the flu. It's just like I told you before we started recording, everybody in my office is coughing their head off. And of course, you know, the things we learned during the pandemic, cover your cough and, you know, cough in your elbow. No, nobody remembered that anymore. <laughs> yeah, all that was out the window. Um, I saw a lady the other day. We were at a restaurant at a buffet and I saw a lady like scoop some food without a glove on. Okay, drop the food, grab the food with her hand, eat it, and then pick up another scooper and then scoop more food into her plate. I was like, yeah, that right there is turn your brain off. That's how <laughs> you have to turn your brain like, you off. You are the reason. That's right. You're the reason why germs are everywhere. So uh, I'm, I was always a bit of a germaphobe too, kind of like, but even pre pandemic, I was like, yeah, you know, I'd grab a napkin before I grabbed the scooper kind of thing. So it was pretty gross. I was like, ugh, ugh. The bad thing was it was my mother-in-law. So, all right, guys. Now, we were given, uh, I was giving Joe a hard time a minute ago, actually. But I started crunching some numbers, okay? And uh, what I did, what I learned was that uh, Joe has now finally surpassed Frosty in most shows bailed on. What do you think about that? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Coming in a close second, we have uh, Zach, <laughs> the bearded bailer. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I'm really surprised I'm not in there. Uh, you know, uh, you're you're on the leaderboard. I'm not going to make any excuses for you. You're on the leaderboard, but uh, you're just not scoring as high as those guys. So. <laughs> Uh, it's so funny. Now, you're giving them a hard time. It is, we are coming off the holidays. Unfortunately, um, we had some, you know, 
CJ was supposed to be with us. He ended up going out of town. So we ended up not being able to get CJ. We are doing the show on a different night that we've been doing it. So routines are off. Things happen. Like I said, everyone's recovering from their, their turkey comas and their hangovers. So, um, Kalai, you have expressed through messenger that there might be a little bit of a lag or delay for us. And so in the event that you're listening to this show and things do sound a little bit off and I don't catch it in post, I want to go ahead and apologize ahead of time. So, Everybody ready to rock and roll? Oh, yeah. All right, baby, it's toast time. All right, guys. So typically, we come together and we you know, we give a shout-out to our Patreon producers. We're going to give a shout-out to Redbeard Rick, uh, Sadik. My name is F and Mayo and MZ Nitro. Um, but I want to lean in a little bit farther on that one. So I want to go a little farther for Redbeard Rick, who has been a you know, Patreon supporter of ours for quite some time. Uh, he just launched his first official YouTube video on Redbeard Rick's Retro Room. That's the name of his channel. Uh, you guys, be sure to go check it out. Yeah, so we would definitely want to show support for anyone in our community, anyone who's a supporter of our show. We want to kind of give back to you guys and make sure that we push what you guys are doing out there. So I've been watching uh, his streams with his son. They have been quite enjoyable. They're going and playing a lot of cool retro games. I watched them play. Well, I say retro. They've been playing other stuff too, but... I watched him play Streets of Rage the other day. That was pretty rad. Uh, playing a little bit of Stardew Valley, things of that nature. So definitely want to give a shout out. So if you guys are listening, go check out Red Beard Rick's Retro Room. If I remember, I'll put a link in the description. So while we're on the subject of checking things out, I've been posting some of the YouTube videos of my uh, flea market hunts. You guys, if you don't mind, check out Resident Daryl on YouTube. The next wave of them I'm posting or actually using the like the GoPro style camera on our on our chest, not necessarily just using cell phones. And we've been having a blast. Zoe's been doing a little bit of filming with me and uh, we're having a good time. I'm actually going to end up getting her her own GoPro to strap on her chest and run around. So we'll have the daddy cam and the Zoe cam. But man, the deals we've been getting, guys, have been absolutely freaking ridiculous. Like we've been coming across some crazy, crazy deals. I got a bag full of $1 video games I picked up today. Uh, I posted a picture earlier in the uh, Facebook group of an auction. You guys ever, do you guys have auctions where you're at, Kalai and uh, Matt? No, no, we're just too fancy for that kind of <laughs> shit, right, Matt? Hey, you, you uppity northerners, I don't know. <laughs> have you guys ever been to an auction before? Like uh, a live auction? Yes. They're sort weird. Of. Yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I don't have that type of money just to go out to an Ooh. auction and hoping I can buy stuff. <laughs> Dang. That's a subtle flex on you, Clyde, not me. So check it out. So um, we have an auction not far from uh, about 45 minutes from my house. And they don't typically have video games, but every now and again they do. And so my mom, she goes pretty regular. She's got a, uh, like a little, she's a or like a reseller for like furnitures and decor and things like that. And sometimes she'll go to estate sales and buy a bunch of stuff for store furniture and sell it. She's got a really neat little shop called garage gals and it's her and her sister and they do this, the store it's really rad. And they've got a nice little community of people that live around the lake area that come specifically to their store every weekend just to see the new stuff that they come up with. And so, uh, so she goes to this auction, 
like every week. And she just, you know, picks up furniture and picks up pieces, things to restore, whatever. So she, I, I tell her, Hey, if they ever have video games, let me know. She picked up a box of 19 Xbox 360 games and uh, one of the Guitar Hero guitars in like pristine condition. One of the best ones I've seen used in quotes for 25 bucks for me. It's pretty dope. Pretty dope. So, you know, I was just looking at my basement and I've got all the Rock Band 2 stuff and I was going to try to sell it. And as I was inspecting it, I realized batteries were left in the compartments for all mm-hmm. these years and they are all corroded. corroded I'm debating yeah. whether or not I want to go through trying to clean it up, baking soda in there and clean it up to try to sell it or if I'm just going to junk it. Um, I would recommend going through with it because right now that's a hot market. Like people are buying and, and, and picking those things up for, for pretty good money. You can't see it because the camera I'm using right now, but I've got a stack of guitars behind me and one of them is kind of eaten up a little bit. One of the, one of the little ports has got some corrosion in it. So that one I'm restoring. It's crazy how like I, the ones that I find that have perfect ba- uh, battery ports, the buttons are so sticky and nasty. Speaking so, of crazy, I am crazy thirsty from this long ass toast. Oh, we're still we're still getting there. We we hadn't got that far yet. And then and then the ones that have good buttons have really corroded nasty ports. So we have to toast Kali to corroded battery ports. That's what that's the whole point of this whole thing. Clyde, <laughs> Clyde, what are you drinking that you're like so enthusiastic to get on? Uh-huh. Yeah, what is that? Oh, uh, creamy red birch beer by Boylan's. You, you made it sound like you had like Jack Daniels or something ready to go. Top <laughs> no, shelf. I'm thirsty. I didn't say it was. I was. She's so thirsty. And she wants some of her drink. Yes. It's really. I'm just thirsty because my mother uses salt and everything. And I'm so salty at this point. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and toast. Thanks, guys, for supporting our Patreon and corroded battery ports on guitars. <laughs> That tastes like balls. So, so funny story. You say Jack Daniels. Um, for Thanksgiving, my friend Carl came down to my mom's house because he wasn't going home to Texas this year. And we didn't want to be alone on, on Thanksgiving. So he's like, my mom said, bring a, bring a bottle of whiskey because our friend Joe likes to drink whiskey. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll, I'll bring something. So my friend Joe was like, this is really good whiskey. And he's like, Clyde, can you get me the name of this whiskey? I'm going to look it up. I, I think I want a bottle. So I was like, oh, yeah, sure. So I got, I, I got him the name of it. He looked it up to buy it. It was on sale for $400 a bottle. On sale. Jeez. Oh, that's cheap, huh? Yeah, well, it came from his Whiskey of the Month Club, so. Dang. Yeah. So look at her. She's over here flexing all over us. She got $400 bottles of whiskey. Got no, the no, no, whiskey of the month club. Not me. That was my mm-hmm. friend Carl. I'm sitting yeah. here drinking orange juice with chasing with cough drops. You know how great that tastes? <laughs> I'm drinking coconut LaCroix with a little splash of uh, tropical fusion Mio in it to make it not taste like trash. Well, you know, if you want to feel, if you want to help yourself, you should add Sprite to that orange juice. There you go. It will break up the mucus in your uh, throat. And your butt. I'm pretty sure if you drink <laughs> Sprite in your orange juice, it'll clear out your butt. 
So I got a funny story to tell you guys real quick. Then we got to get into the show. Okay. Back so out your butt. <laughs> definitely. Uh, it's not about my butt. <laughs> so uh, I get uh, my, my kids stayed every Thanksgiving. My kids stay with the in-laws, right? All the cousins stay over there. They're all hanging out with their cousin playing game pass. Right. And they were playing uh, pressure or power wash uh, simulator. Okay. So shout out to styling. They were playing your, one of your favorite games. We get this video and it's my kids just dying laughing. And my youngest son just doing all this crazy stuff. He's like, and the video is kind of like, like my son, other son just kind of like hiding his camera watching it. And they're like, Paxton, what was that again? He goes, Oh, you got to engage your power wash system. And he reaches his hand out and he touches his wiener. He's like, and he's like, and he starts. Starts spinning his hand around like, a, and they're all laughing. And he, of course, he's like, you know, he's really playing into it. And then they, they, he's like, "Wait, are you recording?" And then he tries to get the camera. So my son sends me and my wife that video. We're dying laughing. We're like, "What is this fool doing?" And then he was like, he texts us. He's like, "Hey, you didn't see that? There's nothing there." And then this is my seven year old. And then he texts me back. He was like, "I mean, that was my twin. He did. He did that. That wasn't me." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you freaking, what, what are you doing with your pressing your power wash button? <laughs> Got to turn your power wash system on. Boop. It was quite hilarious. So you guys out there, easy on that power wash button. Clyde, <laughs> <laughs> what have you been playing? I have been playing uh, Pokemon. Uh, the new Pokemon came out and every year I usually don't engage in the new pokemon because of the, the fact that it's like the same game reskinned over and over again and you know i get people are excited and so like every couple of years i'm like maybe they do something really cool and different i'm gonna get a i'm gonna get the new one and know it's the exact same thing but this year i was told that it was not the same thing and boy it is not because it's broken <laughs> Eh, you know what? It's not as broken as any other PlayStation game, so. Oh, dang. For for the record, all that the Pokemon company and Game Freak decided to do this year is just not finish the game. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the same thing as all the years previous, just not finished. Yeah. I, so me and my kids went to GameStop today. I mean, actually, me and just my oldest. And we were in there um, trying to pick up just a couple of Christmas presents for my youngest. You know, the the power wash simulator. And uh, one of the guys in the store, you could tell he was he was a little odd. He might have been on the spectrum. And he and I'm not saying that in a negative way. I just he was very much had his like sales pitch. And anything that deviated outside of that really kind of threw him off a little bit. And I didn't quite pick up on it at first. Right. And so um, he comes up to me. He's like, hey, because uh, we were looking at Pokemon cards. And he's like, hey, uh, I see that you like Pokemon. Um, and he's like trying to tell me about the new Pokemon game. And uh, he was kind of struggling through it a little bit, you know. And I was like, yeah, isn't that game like really broken? And I just, you're being me, me, me being me, just kind of making a little sideways comment, you know, and it really kind of 
broke the conversation. Okay. So then I backed up real fast. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I've just, I've watched some videos, you know, blah, blah. Had him explain it to me or whatever. He's a super, super sweet kid. Uh, but anyway, so he just kept telling me about Pokemon or whatever. And, you know, I actually got to spend probably 15-ish, maybe 20 minutes hearing about the game today. And, you know, I hear, according to my conversations at GameStop today, that it's actually really good, minus all the jank. But then some of the yeah. other guys were there were like, the jank is actually really funny. And if you go out of your way to break the game, it does some really crazy things. So it was, it was, it was a very relevant conversation for today. Kalai, can you share the TikTok, the, the story behind the TikTok video you sent me today? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, this guy did a TikTok video where he was like, oh, I heard Pokemon is like so bad. It's got this. I don't even remember half the TikTok. It's got this problem. Yeah, it's got this problem. Yeah. So, that does that mean that you're not going to play it? Oh, of course not. This is the best Pokemon game I've ever played. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so true. They made it open world. So, before in Pokemon, you would have to go from this gym to the next gym to the next gym. They threw that all out. You still have to do gyms, but they're like, here's all the gyms. Do it in whatever order you want. Then there's the other path, which is the Titan path. Which is you got to go fight Titans, which is really cool. And then there's the path where you get to fight ba- uh, bases. So there's no like Team Rocket. It's this the stars or whatever they're called. And you got to go fight in their bases. So you can do any um, anything you want, like any path you want to do. Or you can you could do all the paths if you want. So it's up to you. So it's a very open Pokemon. Um, so it's actually pretty amazing. Sweet. Yeah, I, I thought about getting it for my youngest. Um, I just hadn't committed to it yet, but it's very possible. We might, we might get it. They, they enjoyed sword and shield for a little while and they beat both of them, but then they never returned to them. So it's kind of like, I don't know. Is, is it a long game? Is it like a big game? Depends on what you do in the game. If you're going to you know. catch them all. Well, yes. But, like, for example, it, it's not a long game if you decide just to go to the gyms. I'm going to go to the gyms. I'm going to fight the Final Four. But that's not the only thing to do in the game. You can go fight the Titans, which are these big... Um, the storyline is is there's a guy who he wants to research Herbica Magica. And the Titans protect it. So you have to take the Titans down so he can run in and um, get this herb. So you got to take down all the Titans. And you get badges. So you can do that line. You can do the gym line. Or you could do both. Which, by the way, do you, do you understand what the, the uh, Pokemon is hiding, uh, Matt? What that the Herbica... F- yeah, I, I read the Reddit post where the guy goes, oh, that's a weird name, Herba Mystica? Why is yeah. that? H- oh my god. <laughs> yeah. 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 They're just HMs, folks. They're hidden machines. <laughs> yes. So uh, there's a lot to do depending on what you want to do. So it might like really, he might really like it because he doesn't have to do necessarily one thing. Gotcha. But, so it depends. Like if you just do one thing, no, it's not going to be long. But if you decide you want to, you know, 
run around, collect Pokemon, do the Titans, uh, do the bases, which is I'm doing the bases. I'm doing everything right now at this point. I'm just running around having a good time because I don't feel like I'm stuck doing that one track. You know what I mean, Matt? One of the funny things I found at the beginning of the game was that everybody's like, you got to get to school, go to school. You got to get to school because the basis of the game is you're, you just transferred to the area and you have to attend the school. And what happens is you get to school and the first thing they do is, all right, now go out in the field and find your treasure, which is just their way of like saying, Hey, go do what you want to do. So it's like, Hey, get to school. Now get out, go do your thing. I just thought that was very entertaining. (laughs) Yeah. So I like it because it's a much more open game. Um, what else have I been playing? Poke, uh, Marvel Snap. Still enjoying that game. I almost downloaded that for my son today. I may soon, may still. So it's it's good. I like it if you like card games. I don't know that he's ever played one. So I, we were downloading games that he can play with his grandma, and I was like. Just kind of scrolling through, you know, and I was like, oh, Marvel Snap. He might like that. He might not. I don't know. We'll try. We'll see. I Maybe did a it- little bit. I did a little bit more of Just Dance 2022. Okay. that. Is that your favorite game yet? Uh, it's really good if you want to, like, exercise and lose weight. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I don't particularly mind it. I uh, kind of like the game, so I appreciate the... Uh, I appreciate getting a good game to have to play. Yeah, I mean, you you had wrestling. That's about the best game you could ask for. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, I wish we would have gave you the broken one. (laughs) I mean, I didn't get the broken one? No. (laughs) No. No, no, no. The broken one was pretty wild. Pretty broken. (laughs) But that's pretty much about it. Because I was on the road for Thanksgiving, I pretty much took Pokemon and been just collecting them all. There you go. Can't be that. All right, Matt, what have you been playing? So, been doing a little emulating on my Steam Deck for the Game of the Month Club. And I've been going back playing some Siphon Filter. And uh, I don't know if I'm actually going to finish it in time for the discussion. But boy, am I going to have some thoughts for it. <laughs> well, put a pin in it right there. Yep. Since you brought it up, Game of the Month Club, we're going to do this one at the end of December. So technically, we're going to get some extra time on it just because the way the recording of the last one fell. And then we had to do the weird tiebreaker. So I'm pulling up my handy dandy calendar. That'll put us recording somewhere around December 29th. Oh, that reminds me. Um, being that it's the end of November, we're coming up to January 1st, which means we will be doing the review and year review of the uh, community event, Backlog Beatdown 3. That's right. That's which, right. Means we're, which means we're coming up on the Backlog Beatdown 4. Is that correct? That is correct. I've got some thoughts for that, too. Uh, I think we'll have a... Uh, We'll have a nice little sit down behind the scenes. We'll get some feedback and uh, I've got some thoughts. I got some ideas, something to change it up, you know? Right. So, you know, I just want to give out to all you people that are really enjoying this event, you know, we're getting ready for the next one. If you want to kind of slip us some suggestions, we will take it in consideration as we did last year. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, w- I want to know what you guys think, just you two for now. And then, of course, if you're listening right in, let us know. Do you want to do something harder? I've been kicking around this idea of making the games that count more difficult. Not gonna, I'm not going to explain how, but I was thinking about changing things up a little bit, making it a, a more more difficult to claim points. Ooh, that's interesting because I know people that want to make it easier to claim points. <laughs> so, okay. So something to think about. Just kind of want to put that out there. Maybe we will, maybe we won't. So I was thinking of doing some kind of bonus points. Like if it's a game that one of the co-hosts or one of the hosts enjoy, then it's like, here's a multiplier. Like you get a extra couple points for playing games that are, you know, like Matt, what's your favorite game of all time? You're really going to put that on me now? Yeah. Like, what's the first game that popped in your head when I asked you that? Uh, Zelda Wind Waker. Okay. So let's say BLB4, if you play Matt's favorite game, you get five bonus points. Like, something like to make it really worth it. Like, I I think, so not that I participate in the backlog beatdown, but to add on to that, what about challenge games? So like uh, Patreon might come in and challenge us for money. What about for backlog beatdown? You challenge people and say, if you play and beat Zelda Wind Waker or Skyward Sword or let's say a trilogy like Resident Evil 1, 2, and 3. Okay, okay. You get X number points. Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be neat. Or like um, throwing in for the com- to, to kind of really incentivize the community um, game of the month club. Maybe you get bonus points for, for completing the game of the month club during the time in which we've allotted for it. So for example, goes to Tsushima. I was all the way at the end to the kill the con mission, but didn't finish by the time we recorded after we recorded that following week, I finished that mission. Cause it's kind of like a three part scenario. You know, you go through stage, 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 and then I beat the game. And so, for me, I wouldn't have got those points because I beat it after the the time. So maybe just again, just throwing some ideas out there. So let's get creative this year. Let's let's make this next one. My suggestion: we don't have to do it this way. But my suggestion would be for the next one: let's do something a little. Let's get a little weird. Let's get a little wild. Let's make it fun. So giving you guys just the opportunity to play whatever you want, whenever you want. That's getting boring to me. So <clears throat> go ahead, Matt. You were you were still telling us what you were playing. So I too have been playing Pokemon. I, I picked up Scarlet and to kind of elaborate on what Kalai was saying, graphically, this game is a mess. Awesome. Comparative to other Pokemon games, I don't know what Game Freak was doing because there's certain scenes that render at like five frames a second <laughs> and others that render fine at 20 to 30 frames a second. And a lot of people are out there talking about, well, it's the Switch holding it back. No, no, no. It's it's Game Freak. They they're pressed for time. They don't have the resources. Whatever excuse they want to make, they're just not putting the quality control into the graphics. That being said, the story is actually one of the best stories Pokemon's come out with in years. Sweet. The new Pokemon are actually kind of cool and exciting, all with the exception of basically what amounts to be a car engine. Did you get that one yet, Kalai? <laughs> no. Yeah. 
it, it's basically the engine of a car, like an old muscle car engine, <laughs> is a Pokemon. It's it's weird. Uh, they they really went out left field on this one. Um, the ability to take three separate paths through the game or do them all is really interesting. It gives people extra ways to play the game, more things to do. Daryl, you asked, is it a long game? It's longer than Pokemon have been over the last couple generations. Those games you could probably beat in 20 to 30 hours. This probably is more around 40 plus if you uh, spend the time. Uh, I've enjoyed my time with it. I've spent about, you know, 20 hours in it already, just playing and, and enjoying it. So I don't know if Game Freak can patch out the graphical issues certainly the textures and the muddiness is not going to go away but hopefully they could find some ways to optimize it with some post-game patches otherwise yeah it's hard to recommend it if it's not going to perform as well as they have in the past so buyer beware and the last thing i've been before you move on there only there's one other important feature we both forgot to talk about Oh, the multiplayer. Yes. Do you want to touch on the multiplayer? Yeah. So, man, in Sword and Shield, they had the capability in the wild areas, I think, for your friends to join you for what's known as poker raids, which if any of you play Pokemon Go, it's basically up to four players in in the Switch game can join together and take on like a giant-sized Pokemon and then try to capture it. So... That was the extent of the cooperative multiplayer in Sword and Shield. What they did in Violet and Scarlet is at any point, your friend can join you in your world or you join them in theirs and up to four people. And then you just go explore. You don't have to stick near each other. There's no proximity alert that you can't be close to your friend. And at any point you come upon a raid den, You can initiate the raid, and from anywhere on the map, your friends can join you and take part in the raid. And it's just, they it actually surprised me that Nintendo allowed something so easy to join your friends was able to make it in the game. Because historically, Nintendo hasn't made it easy to play games with your friends. Correct. But they did something in this game, and it, it really took me by surprise. It's literally, you go in, start your world. You give your friend the link code. It's just like an alphanumeric. They plug it in, and it all starts from uh, your world. And if you go, oh, hey, Kalai, there's a uh, outbreak of this specific Pokemon in this area. Oh, I'll fly right to you. And then you could, again, take part in the raids. Uh, I don't think you could do any co-op battling outside of the raids, but it's neat just to explore around and find different pieces. I think Kalai and I were playing when I found like this random thing in the world that was like, it basically looked like a giant metal spike in the ground with shadows around it. I know what that is, by the way. Is that that seal that I found and you have to find a certain number of them? Yes. If you find all eight seals, you'll find there'll be a a Pokemon will appear. That's what I figured. Um, But that's the type of stuff that's exciting to find. As you're just exploring with your friends, because you could point these things out and they could join you and find them themselves. Anything you want to touch on that, Kalai? Um, yeah, I really did enjoy. We really did enjoy playing multiplayer together because we were in his world, and I'm like, "Well, this is weird." You know, all I'm doing is running around, but then you know, we would 
come up on one of those raids and I'd be like, oh, I'll find a raid. Do you want to jump in with me? Yeah, let's jump in. And we would do the raid together. And it was another way to easily catch Pokemon. Like at one point we caught that, uh, the metal Pokemon and we're like, it was a level 20 for the both of us. Like that was crazy. Which is nice. And the other fun thing that they do is that there's no level scaling. There was one point in the game I glitched myself over to a, uh, a a different cliff. And at the time, my Pokemon were all like a level 10 and 11. And I engaged in a in a fight with a wild Pokemon that was level 33. And I noped the hell out of there. I was like, whoa, no, I shouldn't be over here yet. So it's really exciting. You know, it's kind of unlike past Pokemons, which was a very defined map. This is all just like one giant canyon. But that was necessary to shape the world like that, so that way you can actually go explore at your own leisure, which is really nice. So I, I've been having a lot of fun with it, despite all of its imperfections. That's yeah, awesome. and and you know, you kind of really want to like you as glitchy as it is. I'm going to tell you guys this: I'm going to recommend it, even though it is glitchy, because of the fact that I want to support Game Freak in making more Pokemon games like this. One person online complained that they um, that it's way too easy now. Apparently people are complaining that the game's too easy and it should be so much harder. No, it's rated E for everyone. So Daryl's seven-year-old son can have fun playing Pokemon and me as a little bit older woman <laughs> can also play <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> just a hair over 19 <laughs> yes just a hair over 19 you're absolutely right how'd you know daryl <laughs> my i'm a mind reader <laughs> um and then finally the last game that i've been uh i've added in was sonic frontiers nice this is something i was very hesitant on to begin with i watched all the videos i looked at all the reviews but eventually you know even though the game released Two weeks ago, I think the same time as God of War Ragnarok. Yeah, same. It's already day. on sale. <laughs> yeah, it's already on sale for forty bucks. <laughs> so I brought some of the old games that I don't play anymore to GameStop, traded them in, and I paid nothing for it. There as you a go. matter of fact, GameStop gave me a dollar. So mm. you know, they gave me a dollar to play the game. That's I, amazing. I bought it on the PS5, uh, where it's the least janky, least graphically problematic. There's still pop-ins. I'm playing on the performance mode. I tried a little bit on the 4K mode. It's fun. It's actually a lot of fun. It's an open-world Sonic. You zoom around. You could boost at will. As you explore, you open up new grind rails that take you to different parts of the map. And the story is, you know... It's nothing to write home about, but it's by far not the worst Sonic the Hedgehog story that they've made. So it's actually a decent time. And for 40 bucks, it was the sweet point for me to go pick it up and give it a try and support what the developer's trying to do. Heck yeah, man. That's awesome. Yeah, I was, uh, I had it in my hand and I was like, dude, I don't need this. I'm not going to play it. And I wanted it. But I, I've, I'm still holding pretty good to my don't buy brand new games. My wife picked me up, which I was there, Gotham Knights, and it's in my stocking. I'm actually not even allowed to get it until Christmas, which she gave me the opportunity. Broken, janky games. <laughs> it is the season, as they say. <laughs> so, 
Um, I'm pretty excited about playing Gotham Knights, and I think my son wants it too, which is kind of lame because, like, it's not on sale now. It was on sale. I mean, maybe I can still get a copy this weekend for the same price, but we'll see. Um, that being said, I picked that up this past weekend and put again. It's in my stocking. I I was allowed to get the Calbunga collection, so I got I ordered that for twenty bucks. I'm very, very excited to play that one. Pretty. That's like up there. That's like one of the top things I want to play. Uh, I've been playing some siphon filter for the game of the month club. So I am pretty that speaking of janky games, it plays. It's janky. <laughs> Goliath's messaging me the other day. And she goes, I don't think I'm going to like this. And I very much agree. Goliath, this is not your cup of tea. Um, it's, it's old. It it f- looks old. It feels old. Even the PS five or PS four PS five versions of it, they it's different. It is different. So these, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts and a lot of conversations have been. Do these games need to be playable in their old form on current hardware, or do these games need the remake remaster treatment? And playing through Siphon Filter, it it's desperate for the remake remaster treatment. Like it needs modern control so bad. Well, so I, bad. I think there's a value in knowing what it used to be like, just like Resident Evil 2 and the Resident Evil remake completely reinvigorated things. I think you have to know what the old game is like to appreciate something being redone and remade in a new format. Cause if there, you're right. If there's a game that needs a new, uh, lease on life, it's the original siphon filter. <laughs> I definitely, definitely agree. So I actually just opened up my little bag of goodies from today. And while I'm telling you what I'm been playing, I want to show you some things. So, uh, I've been playing Ghost of Tsushima, so just still chipping away at that platinum. I am almost done with the rest of the legends on there. There's a handful that I'm I'm at like seven out of nine, eight out of nine, four out of four, um, yeah, or four out of whatever. So I'm just going through the map and is that dinging on my end or is that y'all's end? Not mine. Not mine. I I silence all of my stuff to be polite to our listeners and to yeah. our guests. I think it's outside my door. Actually, I think it's the kids. I'm like, geez, I keep hearing it ding, but I looked over, my phone's on vibrate. Um, but anyways, so I've been playing some Ghost of Tsushima. I've been playing some Lego Movie on the Vita. This might be the one that stops me, guys. <laughs> I've platinumed a couple Lego games in a row. I hate this game. <laughs> like I don't like this game. So I've had this game since it released. Okay. I have not been able to beat it. It is so there's something about it. that just doesn't hit right. There's something about it. Like it, it looks cool. Cause it, it makes Wait, which the, game is this Lego, the uh, Lego, the movie. Okay. Do you get, did you ever watch the Lego movies? Yes. Yeah. It's hysterical. Yeah. They're great. Okay. And that that art style, that graphic style, that almost stop motion style that they do is really neat. This game, I just, I'm struggling. I am struggling with this game. It is frustrating. Like, I don't know why, because it's at the end of the day, it's just a Lego game. 
It does have some, like, this is one of the few ones that, like, if you die during the level, it makes you start the whole thing over, which is lame. But I don't know. I don't know if I'm just getting burnt out playing so many in a row. But uh, I'm 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 kind of struggling. I think I I'm gonna pivot off of this one and go back and finish up Harry Potter because I was halfway through it, and then I jumped it back into Lego. So I'm I'm struggling. But the uh, the last game I've been playing this week is the my latest pledge game. So Rebby Rick pledged me to play South Park: The Stick of Truth. <laughs> <laughs> it is so funny. <laughs> it is a good game, isn't it? It's pretty good so far. It's pretty good. It is more. Yes. It's good. It's good. It's it's South Park. Uh, what class did you choose? Um, I picked the the White Thief, and then what it was? Yeah, it was the White Thief where they're like, "Oh, I haven't seen one of those before," or something like that. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, because you you chose white as your skin color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> and, and so you pick you pick the, the the I picked the white guy and then I was trying to make him look like me, but you can't give him a beer. So well, that sucks. Uh, but then you pick the thief class and he says, huh, white thief. Haven't seen one of those before. <laughs> I, was I, just like, I did a playthrough as the Jew and it's as funny as you can. <laughs> it to be. So do you have to ch- take the name douchebag or does, or does that like, because yes. okay. I I willingly went into it. I was like, yeah, it evolves over time. Okay. You'll see what I mean. But either way, it's funny. Um, I haven't watched South Park guys in 15 years. Okay. If you guys remember the seasons that had Hannah for Lopez, taco flavor kisses for my bean. (laughs) And then the Mortal Kombat episode, which was really good. And then I guess it's the World of Warcraft episode where they're playing video games. Yep. And uh, that's where the poop sock came from because they're, you know, whatever. Anyways, I haven't seen South Park since then. And so uh, I think last year I tried to watch the QAnon episode or whatever they did, or the, the, the special, but I haven't. Yeah, no. Okay. So Stick of Truth comes directly after it was, um, it was a trilogy that they made right around the time that it was a, like a Black Friday special. Uh-huh. And it was three episodes and it was all surrounding a version of um, Game of Thrones. Okay. And right, it was about, they were trying to get, I think, the Xbox One or the PlayStation 4 and the kids broke into two sides because their plan was to get into the mall on Black Friday to buy the one of the new uh, game systems. And what ended up happening was, maybe it was the 360 and the PlayStation 3, but either way, the kids decided, no, I want the PlayStation. The other guys go, I want the Xbox. And they started a war based on that. <laughs> and that all fed into the game. So if you're going to watch an episode, Go watch the Black Friday trilogy. Okay, I'll do it. I've got. They're all. I believe they're all on um, on HBO Max. So, yep, I definitely got to do that. But that was my pledge game. I'm playing it. I am. I'm really digging it so far. Uh, It's funny because I own the game on physically on PS3 and PS4 and digitally on PS4. So I I was like, I've got access to it. I was like, man, I'm glad actually. I got pleasure to play this game. Otherwise, I might not have. I picked these up today. This has nothing to do with what I've been playing, but I'm dying to show you guys. 
I don't know if you ever played these games, but you ever played the getaway on PS2? No, but it definitely I've seen it on the shelves. And then the getaway black Monday. So these are games that I've been searching for in the wild for forever. Right. And I just, I haven't been able to find them. It's just one of those games that, um, but these are Sony London games. These were grand theft auto style games. They are so freaking good. Some of my favorite PS2 games. I picked them up today. Finally found a deal on marketplace, got them both. And I am stoked about that. So I'm over here looking at all these. I got this box of games and this bag sitting on top. I was like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta show you guys. But yes, gonna be playing that soon. So knocking out some siphon filter, hopefully in the next week or two. We're gonna schedule that to be the last week of the month of December. So we'll do we'll do the game of the month club the last week of December. And then the first week of the new year, we'll do the backlog beatdown recap and the launching of the backlog beatdown four. Okay. So that way we start the year off fresh with the new, the new version of the backlog beatdown. And we, we then collide can break out and do all our stats and stuff because those now, are always keep, so fun. Keep this in mind, guys. When we hold off on posting your stuff until we say the new one is available. Now, hold off on beating right. games because last time we did have an issue where we were launching it and people were trying to report games and we said we couldn't take them because they reported before our time. Right. And I think, was it last year we took the month off or was it the month the year before? Was it the second one we did? I yeah, the second remember. one we did, I think we started in February. Either way, we'll start at the beginning of the year. We'll start it over, start it fresh. We'll lay all that stuff out for you guys. We'll end up doing like a breakout video specific to that, just kind of launching the rules and the expectations and all that good stuff. So, one more thing in the order of business. Matt, you have agreed. You're basically one of the full-time crew anyways. You're here as much as the other guys are. <laughs> and you have agreed to take on a pledge. Now, you've been pledged a game that I have never heard of. Let me pull it up. Oh, we finally got his pledge game. Oof. Yep, got it. I got it yesterday, I believe. So you have been pledged to play... The game is called I Was a Teenage uh, Oncologist. <laughs> Exocolonist? Uh, uh, it says in-colonist or ecologist. I'm sending it to you right now. E-X-O-C, exocolonist on Steam? It, well, there's, he didn't put an X in there, but maybe. We can confirm, but I, I feel like it's exocolonist. Okay. I'm sending it right now. So, yes, yeah, so you have been pledged to play. It probably autocorrected. Maybe. Autocorrect sucks. It always makes me say stupid stuff. And I type too fast on my phone, and then I hit enter. I'm like, oh, wait. Now I look like a dummy. <laughs> so, yes. So, you have agreed to take on the next pledge. So, there you go. Shout out to our Brother from down under, CJ. Appreciate your pledge, buddy. I will give it this. It is overwhelmingly positive on reviews for Steam. It looks actually okay. it looks really good, actually. I'm kind of jealous. There you go. Yeah, I know Kalashi hasn't got a good one yet. 
<laughs> and it's playable on my Steam Deck. There you go. There you go. So awesome. Well, I, I guarantee you, you will have that beat before Joe finishes any of his. And and by finish, I mean just because you beat the game, that's only half of the half that's only half of it. You gotta beat the game and then you gotta do the review. And like Joe's like, I'm beating games. Oh, so that's only half of it. How long to how long to beat? Has it at about twelve hours? There you go. Yeah, that doesn't more. Sleep. Look at it. Look at it. Very, very excited. So thank you, CJ. Thank you, Matt, for jumping in and getting on that pledge train. So all right, let's move on over to our leaderboards. Let's hit our backlog beatdown. And then we're going to get into this week's official topic. Also, while I'm thinking about it, next week, we're going to have our buddy Thomas Crawford back on the show. And we're going to do something a little bit special for the twat. So I want to kind of go ahead and put that plug out there. You guys be thinking about your questions for next week. Um, So we lost in this, in the month of November, we lost Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. And then we lost uh, Jonathan or excuse me. uh, Yeah. JDF. Jason Jason David Frank. I don't know why I said Jonathan, but um, we lost JDF. I have been following JDF for years and years and years since, you know, past the Power Ranger stuff. I'll follow him through his MMA career. Always been such an inspiring, positive freaking dude. I've loved watching his content, My Mighty Morphin Life, all that stuff. And unfortunately, he took his life last week. Is that what happened? Yeah, he killed himself. And it is so... For me, that was like the heaviest celebrity death I've ever experienced. Um, these things don't typically bother me. But if you guys have been listening to the Loot Bros podcast, you know, years ago, someone wrote in. They're like, hey, if you had to meet, if you could meet any celebrity, who would it be? That's the only person I've ever wanted to meet. And I actually, I, you know, the, my close second would be uh, Kevin Conroy. Just because I grew up with that voice of Batman, and I, I was like, you know what? I, if I ever saw him at a con, I'd love to do that. I'd love to get his autograph and get a picture or whatever. But JDF, I just knew eventually I was going to be able to meet that guy because he does all the cons. And unfortunately, he uh, he is no longer with us. So that was freaking crazy sad. That sucked. But anyway, so next week, the bearded nerd is supposed to be here. We'll see what happens. Uh, Thomas is going to come back on. Obviously, you guys are invited on. But we're going to do for next week's official uh, for next week's official topic. We're going to do something a bit of a tribute to those two childhood icons. So, just kind of want to put that put that plug in there. All right, Loot Bros leaderboards. Let's get it. We're going to start with the Xbox leaderboards, the true achievement leaderboards. In first place, I'm styling on your bro with 3,200 achievement points playing some Deer Simulator. Have you guys ever played that? No, but he did beat it. It's really good. It's a good game. I, I played some of it, and it is freaking hysterical. It, it is. is it so is. inane, like, and I'm talking goat simulator levels, but even yes. worse. <laughs> yes. And, you know, when, you, when you've got a deer just doing guns akimbo or guns <laughs> missile launchers akimbo. It That's was right. It was crazy. I showed my one friend and I think he thought I was just genuinely mentally handicapped. <laughs> so I sat down with the three, my three kids and we all passed the controller playing that game one morning and it was an absolute blast. We had so much fun. And 
my wife came down to the basement at the time we were playing on there. She's like, what are y'all playing? So we're playing deer simulator. She's like, I just, I can't. And she just left. <laughs> she just, we got this big old janky deer neck. <laughs> it's all flailing around. Uh, it was really good. That's a, that's a fun game. So second place, we have Sadik with 1,144 achievement points. He's playing some Sonic Forces. All right, next up, oh, I clicked out of it. We got uh, GDI Master Ace playing some Vampire Survivors with 250 achievement points. And fourth place, Ribby Rick with 55 achievement points playing some Metal Hellsinger. And then fifth place, we got Parcival2528. That's our boy Levi playing some Fallout 4 still. Wow, so they, he still play video games? He does. I mean, you know, he is a, uh, he's building an empire right now. And, uh, in good old Virginia. That dude is his business has blown the freak up. He's gonna be a real estate builder mogul before you know it. So all right. So it, we're heading on over to the true trophies leaderboard. Um Affectatious Donk has retained first place, but changed his description. You know, everyone has that little bio line. Usually it's fully erect. This week, Affectatious Donk is now flaccid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 2,727 trophies. That is the most trophies we have ever seen earned in a seven-day period. That's insane. 2,727. The last game he was playing is Run to Infinity or the Infinite Runner. I don't know, actually. Yes, Run to Infinity. We're going to go with that. Second place, Steigen Wolf with 52 trophies, playing some super toy cars. Third place, MZ Nitro with 29 trophies, playing some Uncharted 2. Fourth place, the Commissioner Dat One Seagal with 21 trophies. Playing Ghost of Tsushima. And in fifth place, Resident Era with 19 trophies playing some Scrabble. I did forget to mention that I was playing against BWOW, my wife, in Scrabble. So, I've never beat her. I've never beat her playing the actual game. I've never beat her in the video game. I'm just not smart enough. So, what you're saying is you're not a wife beater? <laughs> oh, in Scrabble? No, I am not. <laughs> All right, Kalai, <laughs> right, you want to take us to the backlog beatdown? Sure. I have, I'm styling on your bro with 169. 69. Nice. I have CJ Anderson with 106. And I don't know if you saw, he did take a minus. He did. He's a good man. Yes. And uh, Jim programmed that just for him. Uh, Diago has 103. Redbeard Rick has 101. Daryl, you have 98. Man, you're close yeah, to breaking I'm almost the 100. Close. Yep. Almost there. Um, Gareth and Joe has 71. JT's at 63. Uh, Jared's at 39. I'm at 26. I had a rough year, but I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> um, see. 40, Jim is at 10. He broke 10 games, so good for him. Let's see. Noah's at 21. He actually, I have some points to add for him. 
I've got to add two more points to his because, oh, mother effer. Um, freaking signing in this new PC, all the, uh, all the emails and everything. I haven't signed into it yet. <laughs> um, but Noah, he beat Titanfall 2 on hard this past week. Wow. Yep. And he is working on the platinum. And I thought he was going to have it already. Uh, but let me tell you guys a story real quick. That Joker, we were talking, he beat it on hard or whatever. And I was like, hey, um, I was like, hey, you need to knock out that uh, obstacle course trophy. It's really difficult. And he was like, okay, you know, I could probably do that. And I told him, I said, dude, I have like six or eight hours in an obstacle course and I can't do it. And he was like, oh, I'm so sorry to interrupt. But Matt. I have to tell you this. This is very important. I am sitting here catching Pokemon, and a Grimer showed up. So, of course, I had to catch the Grimer. It is not a Grimer. I'm getting a Ditto. A Ditto? So, yeah. so this, this is a Pokemon that can transform into other Pokemon. And it's actually tied to a research task that I think you've had since... What, two years now, Kali? Three years? I don't know. Anyway, the point is, she's been looking to catch dittos, and she finally caught a ditto. She finally got her ditto. Oh, interesting. All right, I don't know what a ditto is, but we're going to go with that. So, um, Noah jumps in, in 30 minutes, does the obstacle course on Titanfall 2. Have either of you ever played Titanfall 2? Yep. Have you ever tried that obstacle course? Yep. Nope. Have you ever gotten it? Well, I've gotten it, but the the time records that they have on some of them are insane. Dude, it is quite insane. It was freaking crazy. So, uh, Noah knocks it out. He knocks it out in 30 minutes. I was like, no way, dude. I said, I'll give you $5 if you go on my profile and you get that trophy for me. I kid you guys not. He did it the first try. Nice. I am not even joking. So I was like, I can't get the platinum for Titanfall 2 because I can't do that. I can't, I've remapped my controllers. I've watched YouTube videos. I can't do it. This freaking dude goes and does, does it the first try. So now all I got to do is beat, get the, collect the helmets and beat the game on hardest difficulty. And I'll have the platinum in Titanfall 2. Isn't that crazy? Freaking little a-hole. So anyway, continue. Sorry. I owe him two points on the backlog beatdown. I'm about to enter it right now. And he took a screenshot. I just I just hadn't done it yet. I cannot catch this ditto. <laughs> it's killing my Pokemon. <laughs> I'm disappointed in you, Kalai. I know. I'm working on it. That's uh, what she said. Boom. Uh, working on her ditto. Working on her ditto instead of the backlog beatdown. She's completely sidetracked. I, I'm trying to figure <laughs> out. I don't want to attack it more. Oh, dear Lord. Let's see how many Pokeballs I have to go through. Oh, just look at my Persian. Yep. Which part of the backlog beatdown is that on? Uh, it's If I beat Pokemon, I get a point. <laughs> or if I wait and beat it next year, I'll get two. 
There you go. Or or 10. It could be someone's favorite. Who knows how that's going to play out. All right. We do have a couple community questions, so let's knock them out real fast. I did not post a thread for this episode, but I will post one for the next episode. All right. So I'm styling on your bro writes in uh, and he says he missed the question about the Holy Grail games from last week. I want to put a pin in that. The reason why is I didn't post it in the Loot Bros threads or the discord. I actually posted that in a video game for sale group that we have uh, specifically just to get these sellers, resellers and all these people kind of talking in the group. Uh, But there were so many great responses. I decided to use that. Um, in in the in the question, so but he said I figured I'd just drop mine in there and say it is the digital version of Barbie Puppy Rescue. Okay, update. Wow. I caught Ditto. Okay, there was okay. much rejoicing. <laughs> We're so glad you got your Ditto. So I want to put this out there right now. I own Barbie and her friends, or Barbie and her sisters, Puppy Rescue, but. Frosty has my PS3 and my Barbie game. And whenever he quit the podcast, he kept my stuff. I was going to say, you're never getting that back. You know I'll that, never right? get it back. Nope. He has my copy of Uncharted, the legacy, the collection of the first three games. He has my Resident Evil 6 on PS4 and my PS3 with Barbie Puppy Rescue. So, yep, there's that. And I don't know if we read this one out the last time we did the community questions, but I'm still also wrote in. So I'm going to read, I'm going to read it now and then we'll go into the twat Um, with Jim Ryan's hate of and boomer phobia of losing players over this Activision deal. Do you think that the black Friday sale is purposely woeful so he can get what money they can from people before the deal inevitably goes through and the player base dwindles? So, in other words, Stalin is blaming on the poor sales for Black Friday on Jimmy Ryan being scared that he's going to lose money when Call of Duty inevitably goes on Game Pass. So, what do you guys think? You think old Jimmy Ryan's playing hardball? I don't really think he has anything to worry about. Um, because people, first of all, they came out and they said they're never going to take it away from... um from PlayStation and before everybody comes at me that they're like, Oh no, they're just saying that they're going to actually take it away. (laughs) It's going to be an exclusive. No, they're not. That's absolutely stupid because I've been kind of reading up on how Microsoft is trying to make their money back. They're trying to keep game pass low and they're making their money back by selling stuff like controllers and accessories. They're not even raising the price of the system in the United States. So, People like Matt, who decided he wanted a custom controller done, that's how Microsoft is making their money. On top of that, they're going to make their money by letting that sell on PlayStation. Just like Minecraft. Minecraft, you can still get on PlayStation. And they'll make a ton of their money back putting it on PlayStation. So they're not going to dwindle that um, base by, you know, saying, oh no, it's going to be an exclusive. Because they're not making enough money on Game Pass. Would they like people to come there? Yes. Will it probably happen? No. Do they understand that? Yes. So it's going to be on the other systems. I agree. I agree. Uh, I'm going to piggyback right off of that and say, 
They've actually already said they can't support the development of Call of Duty without PlayStation sales. The majority of Call of Duties are sold on PlayStation. And, but I do believe um, they will 100% uh, put the back catalog of Call of Duty on Game Pass. And they're stupid if they don't. Like, mm-hmm. if it was me and I was structuring the deal, I'd be like, all right, franchise, worldwide, Jimmy Ryan, here's what you get. You get this year's Call of Duty, next year's Call of Duty. We'll sell them on your platform, and it'll be a year, two years before they can come to Game Pass. Okay? You want to give us that bonus money? You want to give us that that marketing money? We'll even let you have your 30-day map packs and all that bull crap. But... Anything two years or older is all going to Game Pass. And see, now Microsoft already laid the foundation of making all the old ones backwards compatible and playable on the current systems. I remember when they announced that Black Ops and Black Ops 2 were going to be back on that. The used disc went way up. It was it easily skyrocketed $20, $30 to purchase Black Ops 2 on 360 to play on Xbox One because I went and did it. So, um, if it was me, I would say, yeah, that's going to stay on PlayStation. We're going to make that, that, that development calls back off of you guys. And then we're going to take all the old ones that everyone's still playing and put them on our, on our subscription service. And I would say, you know, you can get the, the best place to play Call of Duty is Game Pass. It, all, every Black Ops is on Game Pass. All the Modern Warfares are on Game Pass. And I would just market it in such a way that grabs the vast majority of people that throws them on Game Pass to play all the old Call of Duties together. Right. And I think Jimmy Ryan has more to fear from Xbox this holiday season, not from the games, but from the hardware. You still have to like get in line and try to find when they drop those things to to be able to buy them. And you have uh, I was just talking I was actually just talking to somebody, one of my coworkers was like my son's Xbox broke. He's had it for a while now. It's not even the new one, it's the last generation and it can't really use his uh disc and I really want to get him another one but I really can't afford $500. So I said, "Do you know they have a payment plan that's no interest and you get your game pass included in it?" She's like, "No." I was like, "Yeah, it's like $35 a month and it gets you exactly what you want and your kid can play any game." She's like, "Oh my god, thank you. I have to look into that." That's where Jimmy Ryan needs to be worried about is the hardware. You can walk in you can pick up an Xbox. They have the Slim on sale for $50 off for Black Friday. So people who want to get it for their kids can. Well, I will say um, I, got to, I got to witness it in multiple stores this Black Friday. They had PlayStation 5s. Every GameStop I went in, they had them fully stocked. Um, it was wild too, man. I've had two in my house. Almost since they, I've had one. I got, I got one on the wave one of the pre-orders. So we've had a PS5 since day one. So we haven't been one of those families that's like, oh man, we really wish we could find a PS5. We've had one since the beginning. And then I got my son Slim. What six months after it came, after they came out? So we've had two in the house essentially since they came out. But even now, I still see people. They've never seen one. They've never been to buy one. So I'm standing in GameStop Black Friday morning. I'm hunting for Gotham Knights, and there's this uh, lady. She's buying a PS5 for her grandson, 
And he was like, Grandma, this is so exciting. I've never even seen one before. He's like, and then when you see them online, they're like a thousand dollars. And it was crazy because there were a lot, I mean, like the entire line in that store were people buying PS5s. Like, because they had them and they were just pumping them out the door. I mean, like everyone, I mean, that, that store was full. There was a line of people in there and everyone was buying a PS5. So they, Sony said they're going to ship more PS5s in this season than they've shipped up to this point. They wanted to double their numbers. So I, I guess they got production under under control now because they were at they had them at Best Buy because I went to Best Buy, I went to two WalMarts, I went to two GameStops, um, and every single place had a PS5 Black Friday. So we'll see, we'll see. But you're right though because the Series X was fifty dollars off, and that's insane. That thing was two hundred and fifty dollars, and a lot of them were bundled with Game Pass. Yep. So. It's pretty crazy. It's gonna be very interesting to see what MPD looks like next month. You know, to see how because it's very competitive. You know, we finally got stock of one and then a discount on the other. So it's pretty freaking crazy. So uh, there's gonna be a lot of happy kids this season and adults. So Matt, you got any uh, anything you want to add to it? Hearing what you were saying before, I think you may be giving phil spencer too generous of a lead on on what they want to do with the recent reports of the feds taking a deeper look into the buyout as soon as this thing's done i think you're going to see all call of duty on game pass day and date you know they don't have anything to lose by keeping call of duty on a playstation and giving everybody access to it on game pass because i'm sure the biggest issues to figure out is how much of a cut is microsoft going to get from all the sales and all the microtransactions from call of duty and that's where jimmy ryan's fear full of losing Mm -hmm. out and you know they spent close to 70 billion on this deal and i think it would be suicide for them to not just throw everything on game pass day and date but if you want to go play it on a PlayStation, hey, you're more than welcome to. We're going to get a cut of that money anyways. Mm-hmm. To, to quote something I think Daryl said years ago in the opposite is Sony now has to pay Microsoft for all, every transaction that's right. on Call of Duty if, if that's the way that that goes. The problem is the stories keep coming out with, well, Phil Spencer said it's going to be three years past whatever agreement Sony and Activision had. And then Phil Spencer said, well, we're going to ship it to PlayStation as long as there's a PlayStation to ship to. And then came out of the court documents. Well, Microsoft offered a 10 year deal with Sony. So the reports are, are flying hot and fast. I, I can't make heads or tails of out of what to believe, but, the analyst in me says, I really think you're looking at it where Microsoft is going to put these on Game Pass day and date and let PlayStation have whatever they want to have. I mean, these games are going to be cross play anyway, so mm-hmm. it really won't matter. Um, but it, it, I really think it would be silly for them not to put the latest and greatest Call of Duty. Because I, I don't think they're going to make a deal. I, I think if Sony turns around and goes, hey, Microsoft, I want 
Call of Duty, but what's more, I want Call of Duty for two years exclusive, the newest ones, before you put it on Game Pass. Microsoft's going to tell them, all right, go pound sand, then we'll, we'll just make it exclusive. Sony has everything to lose in this case. Microsoft just has a little bit less to lose money-wise if they don't put it on PlayStation. I don't disagree at all, you know, and um, I think that that's the that's the big argument right now is like what the I think that's what the big thing is what they're trying to to figure out is does it land day and date or is there any kind of, you know, any kind of gap, any kind of uh, exclusivity window, you know, or, you know, I don't even know the exclusivity window is the best way to put it, but any kind of window before it's on the subscription service, because like you said, they spent almost seventy billion dollars on it. If it was me spending seventy billion dollars, I'm like, bro, it's going on my it's going on my subscription. I mean, what am I spending this money for? Now I do know that it seems like now they're talking a lot more about King and Candy Crush and all that stuff. And I think now they're finally now that you know everyone's digging through everything, they're going, Yeah, like everyone's arguing over Call of Duty, but what we're gonna make our money on is Candy Crush and and Clash of Clans and all the you know, those microtransactions. So it may be a big to do about nothing, but, uh, but not I agree. Not it's to mention on that subscription service as a call of duty player, you might be like, well, I'm not really buying, I'm not spending $60 or $70 on this game anymore. Okay. I can throw it $10 towards to get some skins for my guns. Yep. Listen, I, and it's not, like you said, it's not just Activision. It's not just, just, king but blizzard comes with that as well yep. and their catalog of diablo overwatch starcraft wow it's the the amount of games that potentially come to game pass is insane from more than just a call of duty perspective i agree all right anything else guys Nope. Let's move on. All right. Let's get it. So this week's official topic, we are coming off the heels of Thanksgiving here in the States. So in typical Loot Bros fashion, you know, I wanted to talk about things we're thankful for in gaming. This week, we have a handful of questions that I've written up and I put them in our little message box and I'm going to ask them to you guys. And we're just going to go around the table and say whatever's the first thing that comes to Whatever's the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. It doesn't have to be the most accurate thing that you have ever you know, lived by. But I just kind of want to see what you guys think. So, first off, for this week's official topic, what is a franchise that you are thankful for? Start with you, Matt. Um, Gears of War, probably one of the most recent franchises that I've been happy to play. Uh, my one buddy, Eric and I played those games relentlessly and we still do whenever they come out with a new one. I just hated gears five compared to the rest, <laughs> yeah. but I was still thankful for it because that series made my Xbox 360 purchase worth it. And a lot of my most fond gaming memories are playing that game with my buddy. Heck yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. I, too, am thankful for that. Not on my list, but I am. staying in agreement. All right. What about you, Kalai? What is a franchise you are thankful for? 
I'm kind of in a similar boat with Matt, but I'm going to do it a little differently. I'm going to have to say Monster Hunter because Monster Hunter was the first real game I got to play with Matt. And we learned that we had such a great fun playing that game. And I got to meet a lot of his friends who I spent hours and hours and hours of just playing this game with them. So I'm thankful for Monster Hunter that brought me together with a really good group of friends. Awesome. Awesome. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, I am thankful for Resident Evil. I know you're all shocked. I know you guys calm down. I know you, you didn't expect that. <laughs> there you go. That's a dope. <laughs> um, but there's nothing more comforting in this world to me than playing some Resident Evil. I love it. I absolutely love it. My son and I are getting ready to go through another Resident Evil game together. And I have been I actually just swapped things around a little bit. So you can kind of see in this camera now. This uh, these two shelves right here, and those the first one, two, four, six, it's about right here. So, there is it's all Resident Evil games. And I was cleaning up my collection and I was going through all my multiples, scanning them all in my game I app, and I came across Resident Evil Dead Aim. And I'm like, man, I adore this game, I absolutely love it. I'm gonna put that on my list of things to play for the new year, absolutely gonna play through it again. So I am just sitting here anxiously waiting time <laughs> to play through some more Resident Evil games. So uh, I feel like a sneeze coming on. <sighs> that that Bless got me. Bless you. Bless you. Thank you. I just spit all over my own arm. So, all right, guys, what is a genre that you are thankful for this time? Starting with Kali. Um, can I say co-op games? Sure, I'll allow it. Okay, co-op games, because I've had a lot of fun over the years playing games like Halo with Jim and Monster Hunter with Jim and um, even the random games that I play with you guys, with Matt and his friends. Heck yeah. Awesome. Very nice. All right, Matt, your turn. Going to probably steal your answer, but horror games, because when you got games like Fear and Dead Space and Resident Evil and uh, the upcoming Callisto Protocol, the horror genre spans so many different types of games and it just gives us so much to play. And I like it so much more than like horror movies because horror movies, I'll laugh my ass off horror games i actually feel tense and anxious playing them which is intended by design all right i am having this crazy sneezing attack so <laughs> well it's all right well you have the crazy se- uh, s- um sneezing attack i just know earlier we were talking you're asking me about auctions and if we have them here in the north yes so I'm currently in an auction in Pokemon trying to win something in the in Pokemon. So there you go. <laughs> she did it. She, she went to an auction. All right. I'm going to try to mute in between my cra- crazy. Oh, goodness. Did your cat get in the house? I don't know. He just came out of nowhere. Wait, wait. Uh, Matt tr- gave me his flu. No, is Tricky coming in here? Because I know you're allergic to bullshit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Got him. Oh, man. All right. So I've sneezed like 11 times. So hang on. All right. Real quick. <laughs> Horror games. Same here. 
I was th- I was talking with my wife about this. My wife and I have been kicking. She's been asking me for a long time to do a podcast with her, and I just couldn't figure out what I wanted to do it on. And I've been kicking around these ideas, right? And I was like, oh, man. Hang on. 13. No. <laughs> so I start talking. It's like trying to take my breath away because I want to sneeze. And then I mute the mic and it goes away. This is really good audio. <laughs> so much. All right. I'm dying. Okay. So uh, we've been talking about doing a podcast together forever. Just something that's like focused on like marriage and you know, couples and I don't know, just kind of like kicking some ideas around, but like, she's really funny. And she and I have so much fun together that I can't help but think that, hang on. I can't help but think that if we found something to do together, we would laugh. It would be funny. Even if you didn't care necessarily about everything we talked about, the two of us together, I believe would be funny. Because she's funny and we we laugh a lot. So, sorry about sn- sniffing all over the mic, guys. It just says what it is. Um, I, I was giving her a hard time this weekend because we the kids were at the in-laws and we were able to do like date night stuff, but then didn't really have like, we just didn't really have like, we didn't know what, what to do. Like, what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know. I want to watch this. I don't like that. Or whatever. Then I said, the 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 pendulum doesn't swing back both ways. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like what Brandy wants, and then I'm like, hey, it's my turn. Nope. What Brandy wants? Hey, it's my turn. Nope. What Brandy wants? And then it, it, it's welcome funny. to marriage. Yeah, I know, right? So then I was like, well, how do I? What can I do to change that? And then it clicked today. I was I was rearranging some stuff in my in my bedroom, and I was cleaning up. Yeah, I've got this um, this uh, armoire, and I hide video games and movies and stuff in it. And I keep saying I'm going to watch them all, but then I get around my wife, and she doesn't allow it. And then it clicked. I was like, I pulled out my Seinfeld box set, and I'm like, Oh, dude, you're going to watch Seinfeld with me? She's like, I'm not watching that. It's terrible. I said, Well, when we what we're going to do is we're going to start our podcast because you know you've been wanting to do a podcast with me, right? You want to do this thing, right? Well, here's what it's going to be. It's going to be date nights with BWOW. And I'm going to make you watch movies with me. And then I'll watch rom-coms with you. And we'll do reviews on them. And we'll talk about them. And I was like, CJ had made jokes about us uh, starting a little YouTube channel where we watch and review really trashy reality TV shows. And I was like, we'll mix in all these other little things we've been talking about. But kind of the crux will be something that we do on a regular is that it's your turn to pick. Then it's my turn to pick. And then the goal will be to kind of torture each other with things that like the other person obviously doesn't really like. And I said, this will be especially fun for me and her because we don't have the same hobbies. Like our, we, our interests don't align on paper. Sometimes you'd wonder why would me and my wife even be together? But uh, so we've been kicking on this idea. Anyways, I say all that to say this. I was explaining to her that I love horror movies a lot, but I, but I don't like horror movies near as much as like horror games. Horror games, like Matt said, you feel the tension. Like a movie is goofy. You're like a lot of times the monster looks stupid, the plot is dumb, the dialogue is kind of trash. 
But in a horror game, all those things can exist and you still feel the tension because the build up to what's going to happen. You're actually doing the motions, the ambience and the, you know, just, I mean, the sound score and all that stuff, especially nowadays when you basically wear headphones for any kind of gaming experience. So I got a second in that one with you, Matt. I was explaining to her while I was pitching this dumb idea of us doing a podcast together of why horror games are better than horror movies. And it is very much like you were just saying, because you feel it, you know, I'm not, I'm not one of those people that really feels anything when I watch movies. It's just like, huh, that was kind of cool. That looked cool. That was really stupid. Uh, kind of a little cringy <laughs> but during a game. I'm like, Oh, dang it, man. So also, did you see where I picked up fear on PC? I did not. I've been waiting for you to actually finish that so we could talk about it. Uh, I'm, well, I'm, I'm still finishing it. But uh, I picked up Fear on PC. I found a physical copy of it the other day for a dollar. All right. Next question. Do you want me to take the next question while you blow your nose? I would love for you to do that, actually. Can you guys start that? I'm going to blow my nose. I'll be right back. Yeah, absolutely. Can you see this not running down my face? I can. It just looks like your face to me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the next question is, what is something Jimmy Ryan has done for you that you're thankful for? Good old Jimmy Ryan. Yes. Um, After I just like totally, you know, like bullshitted his ass to tell how terrible like PlayStation is. (laughs) I am. I am thankful Jimmy Ryan actually got with the times and gave us solid state drives in our PlayStation 5s with the ability to expand it because the PS5 giving us a paltry 825 gigabytes as a base level PS5 is pitiful. It really is. He comes to realize that it's a wonderful thing being able to work on your own system and expand your own capabilities. So they said, oh, we're going to make an expansion port that you guys can go buy your own M.2 drives and expand your storage. And I found a great deal for an M.2 drive on Amazon last week. I bought it and I expanded my PlayStation 5's memory by two terabytes. And now... Every game I own on PlayStation 5 is installed on my PlayStation 5. So I am very thankful that Jimmy Ryland finally saw the light and determined that uh, the PS5 should have expandable storage. And I'm going to steal this one in case somebody else has it. I am thankful Jimmy Ryan decided that there's money on PC to be had and finally decided to start letting some Sony games come to PC because, you know, PC players like games too. That's right. And they got money. Yeah. And, you know, I almost, um, I actually almost bought that two terabyte you uh, put up, but I didn't because Jim was like, oh, you really don't play your PlayStation enough. No, you don't. I, I haven't gotten enough like so i'm like ah you're right I, i'll just save my money right now um but yeah i'll keep throwing up the deals is because i know people are looking for them but that was a right. price too because i also had a 50 dollars amazon gift card that i got as a present so it made that drive even cheaper heck yeah that's awesome but your turn Kali. um i mean 
I'm thankful that he's putting out more PlayStation 5s so people who want them can get them. That's right. It's a one-man shop, that old Jimmy Ryan. <laughs> he's, 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 in the, he's in there making them himself. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, old Jimmy, old franchise worldwide, Jimmy Ryan. He's a good guy. I am very thankful that he put out such amazing first-party games, such as Days Gone. And here's why. Just like Matt said, I know I'm, I feel like I'm still I'm piggybacking off of you on every every turn, and I promise that's not the case. But my brother is finally, as a PC player, all right, self-proclaimed PC master racist, he is finally able to play good games. And he's playing Days Gone right now, and he's loving it. And I love hearing about it. I'm like, dude, that's awesome. He every time I turn out, he's like, dude, I played Days Gone for like four hours last night. I played. I got up this morning and played Days Gone for like four hours before work. And the dude's got like 50, 60 hours in it and still hasn't beat the main campaign. But he's having a blast. So, but it's, uh, I'm very glad. I'm also glad that Jimmy Ryan has allowed PlayStation games to go to PC so that people like my brother, the uncultured swine, can play real good games. Uh, yeah. Awesome. So, what is something that good old Phil Spencer has done that you're thankful for, Kali? Game Pass. I figured you'd say that. Because, you know, I know a lot of people crap on it, but I, I like the fact that I can find games I would never play. I can actually try because I like variety. I'm not like you, Sony Pony people who are like only doing the same thing one over and over again. Um, you know, the same stuff shoveled over and over again. So I like the variety I get from that. What about you, Matt? A heartwarming moment between Daryl and his son. What are you talking about? I just uh, high-fived him and slapped him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> um, Daryl and I kind of showed off to each other before, but I I am thankful Phil Spencer gave us the ability to go in and design our own Xbox controllers via the design labs and being able to mix and match colors and features. It just having my own personalized controller is something I've always kind of wanted. And I'm very glad to have that in my hands now. Um, I'm pretty sure that he showed an Xbox uh, PC PlayStation controller. That was the PlayStation camo controller he showed. Did you see that in the suite? I got that yesterday. It's gray camo. It's I good. like that. I, it's So I bought the PlayStation 5 and I bought an extra white controller. And now I've got two white controllers and my, and my white PlayStation 5 panels. I want to buy the dark plates mm-hmm. or the darker colored. But then I've got two white controllers and I'm like, well, that doesn't match. Yep. So I am... Thankful for a lot of things from Mr. Phil Spencer. <clears throat> All right. Um, the controllers is not something I've been thankful for, with the exception of the GameStop exclusive Lunar White Xbox One controller. That is the only Xbox One controller I've ever owned that hasn't broken. And it has the most miles on it. That one is really good. But that's not what I'm here for. I am thankful that Mr. Phil Spencer has been so competitive with all of his subscriptions and all of his innovation when it comes to the Xbox platform, because 
they had every right to throw in the towel a long time ago. But they have pivoted. They have gotten very creative. And I think that the Microsoft, what we're dealing with today, is going to make Sony a better PlayStation. I think that it's going to make Nintendo a better all right, scratch that. <laughs> Nintendo's going to just be Nintendo. <laughs> I was going to say, Nintendo just Nintendos. <laughs> but I think it's exciting, right? So, so him going out and opening up the pocketbook and purchasing Activision was just such a bold move. That's going to change the landscape. When this deal's done, guys, like Xbox is going to look and feel different, you know? And he was so aggressive buying all these studios. Granted, we still, I mean, all these years later, what, what are we, four or five years later? Still haven't seen it yet, but I can't help but think eventually we're going to see the fruit of that labor, and it's going to be exciting. I really do believe that. And I told my kids today, I was thinking about getting Game Pass again. <clears throat> you got Scorn I want to play. Haven't played it yet. You've got uh, Penis Wash Simulator, I mean uh, Power Wash Simulator that my kids have enjoyed playing. You know, um, And, you know, even though Halo Infinite has really rubbed me the wrong way to start with, it seems like this latest update, uh, everyone that I listen to that I respect has said that this is, it's good. It's really good right now. It's better. And they didn't say it's not perfect, but they're saying that like Forge is really something special and people are coming up with some amazing game modes. So I want to say I'm thankful that Xbox didn't give up. They pivoted, they changed course, and they're trailblazers in their own right. And I'm very excited to see what the future looks like. Okay. N- not to mention, you need to play Metal Hellsinger. I do need to play that. That's you think I would have already played that should have been a day one for me. Yeah, it's on I am, it's on Game Pass. I am on the final boss, and every song of that game has been a banger. Really? That's awesome. Um and I don't know if it's confirmed or not. I know it said, they started off saying yes, then they said no. Now, it, the last report I read said that to the two sides don't know who's, who's right and who's wrong. But is AEW Fight Forever, is that going to Game Pass officially? I've heard rumors, yes. Because that would be a day one Game Pass game. That would be like, I have to have Game Pass because of that. I mean, I'm going to buy the game regardless, but. Last report I saw, they're saying that it, it possibly an issue with CM Punk being in it, and therefore yeah. that might block the license. I don't know. It's. What a mess. It's a rumor still. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. All right. <clears throat> the last question I have for you guys, and I'll let you get out of here on this fine holiday weekend. What is something that you are unthankful for? Something you are n- in gaming that you're like, this sucks. I give no thanks for this. Starting with you, Kali. Oh, that's a hard one. That's what she said. Um, I'm unthankful that our co host Joe keeps playing a frosty <laughs> dang got that shade no no i'm kidding no show joe and the bearded bouncer the bearded baylor that's what we got on the show these days no i'm unthankful for video games that just like these the simon says mechanic <laughs> uh 
All right, Matt. Do you, do you understand what I mean by that? Simon says jump, so you got to jump. No, like the order eighteen eighty six was was really. Hey, what good. the f? That game was great. Why are you always hating on that game? I played the game. I finished the game, so it's not like I haven't finished the game. The game's amazing. Uh, um, but I didn't like the boss fights because you had to press A, press B, press C at this time. Like I wanted to physically fight the boss. Uh, Quick time, yeah, yeah. I, that, I, I don't disagree with that. They were they were a light luster for sure. So. Uh, yeah. So that's what I mean by Simon says. Yep, I I don't disagree with that at all. The the about the copy and paste nature of the boss fight too is very disappointing. Outside of that, you guys know I love that game, but it, I understand it failed on some fronts. You know, PlayStation can't hit a ten out of ten every time. They gotta throw you some eights. <laughs> yeah, so uh over the weekend tricky and i were having a conversation back and forth and i told him i was happy i was going down to west virginia and that i had my steam deck and switch with me and he goes oh you uh you should get a vita too i go i have a vita i just haven't charged it over a year and he goes you need you need more vita time i go what for the five games vita has on it <laughs> he was not happy with my response <laughs> Speaking of Vita, while we're on the subject, I got an email just now from this. I call him my Japanese pen pal, but it's a game reseller in Japan that sends that sells me Japanese Vita games really cheap. And I ordered a couple games from him off his eBay store, and then I ordered three games off of him just through his email, just because it is cheaper for me to go outside of eBay for them. And he just emailed me. He goes, hey, man, I just put all your games in one envelope together and mailed them off to save on shipping. So I have five Japanese Vita games all the way to me right now. See what you did there, Jared. You gave him those anime boobies, and now he's going <laughs> through and buying more anime boobies. Unthankful. I am unthankful for that. Because <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that comes out of a Japanese uh, game for Vita is uh, anime boobies and tentacles, so he can play on public transportations and at family outings. There you go. There you go. No, actually, I did buy. It was funny as I bought all Japanese games, <laughs> but they're not booby games. I got uh, Attack on Titan, Danganronpa, one, two, three. And Ultra Despair Girls, and uh, one of the Blaze Blue fighting games. <clears throat> so, but that has nothing to do with what I'm talking about here. <laughs> Matt, what is something you are not thankful for in gaming? Probably a standard answer: uh, microtransactions and loot boxes, and developers who design their games around getting you to spend more of your hard-earned money as opposed to earning things in-game. Yep, that's a good answer. It's a good answer. I'm going to say unfinished games. Something that I am just so disappointed in is just how broken everything is. And I thought, you know, two years ago, that that was going to be the worst it got. When it, when de- or really, the beginning of the PS4 generation was when things really showed their head. What broken games... And day one patches really look like. And 
it's gotten so much worse. Like I just didn't think it was going to get this far where game after game after game is so broken. And now so many games are coming out and they're not even on the disc or the whole game isn't on the disc or what have you. Uh, and it's funny because my son and I were having a conversation this past week and, and we were putting in some older games and playing things on PS three and, and Xbox three sixty. And I'm just like, I keep making this joke that like, yeah, back when games were complete, back when games were finished, you know, where you keep having, I keep having examples and I'm like, man, it really has gotten out of hand. And when I saw that Nintendo released a broken game, which is very rare, with uh, you know Pokemon, and granted, it, uh, apparently it still works. It's just got a little jank in the tank. But I'm just like, man, that's bad. When it's gotten so out of hand that even Nintendo has fallen victim to the broken game and the and the patch it later, ship it now, patch it later model. So I'm very, very, you know, just disappointed, not thankful at all for day one patches and broken games. Because if we didn't have day one patches, you know, what we'd have fixed games. They would work because they wouldn't ship them broken. Uh, Et begs to differ. <laughs> well, they would just do like they did Et and bury it broken, and <laughs> <laughs> just be landfills full of broken games. <laughs> so. Uh, awesome guys. Well, thank you so much, Matt, for coming in here under the weather, giving me your cold via the digital space. I don't know how that. I don't know how you transmitted that one, but it's I your new PC. You didn't have your antivirus up. Ah. <laughs> sure <laughs> enough, it's emitting sickness at me over here. Uh, thank you, Kali, for being here week after week when the boys are being super sucky. Um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for supporting us. Be sure to check out all the Patreon stuff, the extra content, the YouTube channel. Check out Red Beer Rick's YouTube channel, and be on the lookout for date nights with B Wow. I don't really know when we're going to do that. If we're going to do that, but <laughs> I just, I told her I was going to, I, I pitched that name to her earlier and she laughed and she thought that was really good. So there you go. Thank you guys so much for listening and checking out the episode uh, and get ready for your very sad Kevin Conroy JDF conversations for next week. Definitely appreciate you guys. Appreciate you too. This has been the Loot Bros podcast and we're out of here. Bye. You are here because the outside world rejects you. This is your family. I am your father. Stop.
remember who you are, just think about the cross I'm at a loss to know that we have come so far But half of us don't even have a clue who we are You were chosen to live a life that you take for granted Yet you still wonder why you come up empty-handed Our seed is planted, you don't want to rich and let it die The curse of God has given you by living out a lie I'm sick and tired of